0: Week five in the NFL. A few surprises. A few. Well, I mean, there was a few big things that happened. Uh, one Tuesday for Tuesday night game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, COVID has reared its ugly head again. And keeps on rearing its ugly head. We'll talk about that again in a minute. Two Supposed to be two Monday night games. One gets postponed. And we have a Tuesday night game. So COVID is still out there playing with... With sports again, and uh, uh, looks like from what we've heard in the last hour or so, it keeps on rearing its ugly head in the sports world, and of course everywhere else too. Guys, it's the final score. It's our week five recap and our week six predictions. Hopefully, we'll have week six. I think we will. But uh, with me as always, Mr. Lynn Bright, straight out of straight out of uh, Wilson, North Carolina. What's up, Lynn? Once a month, everybody, please wash your hands. Yes. If <laughs> you, you have to stay away from here's people? here's the problem: if you have to be reminded constantly to wash your hands, something is wrong from the start. <laughs> like You were not raised right. If you exactly. don't exactly, if you if but, that's what I've said yeah. from the start. If you have to be reminded, uh, you know, you need to wash your hands. Uh yes, something's wrong. Cover your cough.
1: Cover your sneeze. Use common sense.
0: I mean, I just its not been hard. It, it's anymore. You know, and it is what it is. I, this is something we're going to have to adjust to. Uh, just in the last, like this afternoon, uh, it was announced Nick Saban, Alabama's head coach, has tested positive for COVID-19. So we're. That's big. That, that is, is big. big. And that is, he found out this afternoon, a statement from him, uh, he found out earlier this afternoon he had tested positive COVID-19, immediately left work, isolated at home. At this time, I do not have any symptoms relative to COVID, and now I've taken another PCR test to confirm my diagnosis. I informed our team of my positive test at 2 p.m. today on a Zoom call and let them know offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian will oversee preparations at the complex while I work from home. So this comes on the heels of the biggest college football game of the season so far, as number two, Alabama. Number three, Georgia, will play Saturday. Maybe. Uh, you got to figure, though, Lynn, if he's tested positive for it, he's been exposed, of course, to all of that team, all of the staff, who knows who else at Alabama that he's been exposed to. So this may, be big, may affect this game this weekend. Uh, we may have more positive tests coming out of Alabama. Of course, they played – didn't they play – was it Ole Miss this past weekend? Lane Kiffin's team? Yeah. Uh, if Nick Saban has it, odds are somebody on that team has it. Exactly. I mean, you're going to hear I'm, – I'm guessing you're going to yeah. hear more positives out of that coming. But uh, also, the Atlanta Falcons have, have somebody that's tested positive. Uh, and they're on intensive COVID lockdown now as well as the – Carolina Panthers, who played the Falcons this past weekend, Falcons just having a bad week, bad season. They still should have beat Dallas. They still should have beat Dallas. Well, yeah, they should have. And, But, you know, of course, the the Falcons, we, we've been talking about it. Dan Quinn fired after starting 0-5 with the Falcons. And have you heard? Also, Dimitrov, the GM, Dimitrov was fired as, as well. So we've had two coaches in two weeks fired already, week four and week five. Surprisingly early, I think, but uh, Raheem Morris, who was a coach with Tampa Bay, has taken over as interim coach for the Falcons. But did you hear Arthur Blake talking about some interesting words, didn't really commit to Matt Ryan. Could there be a fire sale coming in Atlanta? Could we st- see Atlanta start all over again? Trevor Lawrence, is that going to be the next Falcons oh. quarterback? They're well on their way it, to getting the number one draft pick. Possibly. No, it's the good. Jets got him beat. Well, the I don't Jets know. I don't know. You know? Do you realize, though, how this affects a team? I mean, you're going to have – What's one thing for your coach to get fired in the middle of the season? It's another thing for your owner to be non-committal to your starting quarterback about where his what his future is with the uh, the team. That can affect the team to where they just give up, and you know, why are we playing? You know, and and it could it, and if they have a fire sale, if you see a lot of the big names start going away. That's really going to affect that team. I'm not looking. I'm looking at you. Got the two New York teams and Atlanta that are or in that possible for the number one draft pick right now. But I don't know if the
1: Giants are ready to give up on Daniel Jones.
0: I, well, so if I they don't. Go but one you, and fifteen, maybe. Okay. Well, let's say you got the number one draft pick. You end up with the number one draft I pick. Would. Do you think they'll pull would the would. trigger on it? I,
1: I would. I think if you're number one, you've got to pick Trevor Lawrence. You go against the Cincinnati, and you just had Joe Burrow.
0: Well, yeah, I, I would think the Bengals would not be one that would pull the trigger. But I think between those three teams, if if I'm definitely pulling the trigger on Lawrence, if I'm there, and the Redskins or the football oh God, team, yeah, Washington, yeah. It, they would definitely pull the trigger. I'm sure a
1: heartbeat, but I think they're gonna accidentally win three games today.
0: accidentally win three games
1: and they'll they'll pick like fifth or sixth and get on um, trey Lance or somebody flying right. fields
0: well We're way is, off topic but yeah. yeah well yeah another another thing we need to talk about we've mentioned the New York teams we mentioned how bad they are. the jets released Le'Veon Bell after Le'Veon Bell liked a few tweets that were questioning Coach Adam Gase's use of him in the passing game. Next thing you know, Le'Veon's gone. Le'Veon, I think he found out the grass is not always greener on the other side after leaving Pittsburgh. I mean, you think about it. He had it made in Pittsburgh. They had offered him more money than what he got paid by the Jets, and he still took it. Is there a possibility that Pittsburgh could re-sign Le'Veon Bell? Yes, I think it's a possibility. Uh, a lot of people don't want to see it. I just worry. I worry about the attitude, and maybe that. Maybe he's a little humble now. He doesn't have that leverage of his play, his performance. In a contract, and he he he's on waivers right now. As of four o'clock this afternoon, he is he can be signed by anybody. Um, will he? I think the best he gets, and he ought to be happy with it from anybody, is a one-year deal. Just to see what he can do. I mean, he he doesn't need to complain too much because he doesn't have that leverage <laughs> he had before. But. Not at all. Ten teams that could sign Le'Veon Bell. Pittsburgh is up there. Guess what? Your boys are up there, too. Don't want them. Don't want them. But, you know, Patriots are up there. Buccaneers are up there. Wouldn't it be something if he ended up with, with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? Oh,
1: my
0: God. And I guarantee the he would end up. The got beat, right? Didn't Chicago beat Yes. Yes, we're going to talk about yeah. that in just a few minutes. It surprisingly. Oof. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. NFL week four. Uh some surprises. That was one of the surprises was was the Buccaneers game. We'll get to that in just a second. We'll lead off with of that. Uh some not so surprising one one big surprise and one that was surprising, I guess. Yeah, I would say a surprise how bad they got beat. Not that they got beat, but how bad they got beat and the performance of their, one of their star players. But we'll talk about that. There's a lot going on in the NFL this week. Of course, you know, like we said, COVID reared us ugly head and we were one game short this week. But uh, hopefully, what do they do now? now one of the things I've, I've heard talk about was they wanted to propose a week 18 just in case something like this happened. So what do they do now? They're on the verge now with the schedules with the rearranging schedule. I don't think they can move too many more around without having an extra week. What do you think? They have, to, they have to push everything back a week so the yes. Super Bowl
1: goes back a week. Pro Bowl got like canceled. Pro Bowl was is canceled, Isn't it yes. normally between the Super Bowl and the
0: championship game? Yep. So the Super Bowl can stay put and everything just... Shifts, shifts back away. That I mean, yeah. that, I think they're going to have to. The way things are going now, you've got another week with a team that's got COVID nineteen positives tested with with the Falcons. Um, I I just think that you uh you have to have that extra week just in case. I, I mean, there's no 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 way around it because you you're allowed to have. Depending on who Atlanta plays this week, and they play the Vikings, the Panthers play the Bears. So we may possibly see another game get postponed. And that's possible. That's what I know the, the Patriots and the Broncos got postponed. The Steelers and the Titans have already been postponed. So you've got two games already. So, so the Titans finally played a game first time. What ten days or something? Oh, over ten days, I think it was like fifteen or sixteen. So oh my uh, God. we'll we'll see. We'll we'll let you know how that went. That was uh yeah surprising to me. But let's start off the Thursday night game that we talked about a little earlier: Tampa Bay and Chicago. Now, Tampa Bay comes out of the gates and just it looks like it's going to be an easy win for Tampa Bay. I mean they're they're up ten nothing in the first quarter just like that. But Nick Foles settles down. Not his best game, but wasn't bad. Uh they they come back and, and they're actually leading at halftime and comes down to Brady, you know the last three quarters, they won't go up ten to nothing in the first quarter and the rest of the game they had three field goals. Chicago's Crazy. defense. Did you see Khalil Mack? Khalil Mack sacks Brady and then hip tosses the, the big offensive player, Tristan Wirth, the rookie. He hip tosses him after, what, after he sacked Brady. I don't know Brady. what hip toss means. He threw him over his hip like uh, just lost him. Because he was wow. still – he sacked Brady and then he – that uh, guy was still coming, and he just launched him over his hip. But, yeah, wow. uh, you know, Nick Foles comes up big. Brady, what about at the end of the game, though? You you texted me about this. What about Brady not knowing what Dallas Oh, yeah. Is? Dude, I, I said father time. Father time him. catching up with Brady. And Brady was hot <laughs> with some of his players, again, yelling on the sidelines. Uh, you know, and uh, – I don't know, when, you, just when you think Tampa Bay is going to get on a roll and start dominating, they have a game that like this. In Chicago, give Chicago credit. They come back from a 10 nothing deficit and and score at the end to, to get a 2019 win. I mean, I didn't think Chicago would I was be surprised. a best. Nick Foles, like I said, didn't have his best game last week, kind of struggled, but... Kind of getting himself straight now. I guess he's getting adjusted to it now. And uh, Chicago gets the win. A surprise win. We did not pick this. And guess what? Chicago is 4-1. Second in the NFC North. Tampa Bay 3-2. and two, And now they're second in the NFC South. Guess what to who? We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. So let's go on. Another NFC South matchup here. The Panthers versus the Falcons. Now all the talk from me included and I think you you as well when Christian McCaffrey goes down uh, what was it four weeks ago? We were like, There's no way there's no way the Panthers are gonna survive that. You know, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be tough on it. There's no way they'll win a game without him. But guess what? Panthers come in this game on a two game winning streak and the Falcons Come in here 0 4, playing for Dan Quinn's job. And like we told you earlier, Dan Quinn did not survive this week as the Panthers get a 23 16 win over the Falcons. I, I'm just Falcons, like, man. somebody made a comment after Dan Quinn got fired. And this was coming from a former Atlanta Falcons player. I've said all along to you, we talked about it on the show, that they haven't been the same. Since the Super Bowl, where they blew the 28 3 lead. Well, this this player, former player that did not give his name, said, you know, there was a. Dan Quinn used to always talk about the brotherhood, the brotherhood and the family with the Falcons that they had. And the following year after that Super Bowl, the Falcons got back to the playoffs and lost to the Eagles in a game that was close, came down to a pass in the end zone that. Julio Jones couldn't come down with, and that ended their playoff run. Well, and that's, that stuff was the start of Nick Foles of mania in Philadelphia as well. Um, the brother, they said the Brotherhood died that night. Nobody bought into it anymore. It was time for a change, and it showed on the field. Uh, you know, you could tell they were not into it like they used to be. They could play a half of football, but they couldn't play four quarters. Uh, they they saved his job last year by getting on the big winning streak, but no, it's not there. What about Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater is playing lights out right now. 27 for 37, 313 yards, <laughs> two TDs, no interception. Yeah, made a run last week. I mean, this is a guy. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, man. This is a guy that in his last starting job, if you remember with the Minnesota, with Minnesota He was on the field, laying on the field in preseason at practice, not knowing if he was going to lose his leg or not. And this guy's out here, you know, making plays. I mean, he made a run in last week's game that he probably – I heard one of the guys on ESPN say, I don't remember seeing him make them kind of moves before he had that leg injury. So Teddy Bridgewater is really putting this team on his back. And he it's showing they're three and two, a three game winning streak. And look, they are right now they're third in NFC South, but they're actually tied with the with the Buccaneers at three and two. Head to head the Buccaneers beat them I think in week two. So this could be a team you have to watch out for. I don't know. I mean, but the Falcons like I said, Raheem Morris, the interim interim head coach. It'll be interesting to see how the Falcons answer answer this. That what they how they perform next week, um, and what now who even know who knows if they'll even play next week with this COVID go, uh, deal with a play. day to day
1: thing. You never know.
0: Yeah you you don't you don't know what's going to happen with this stuff. Uh, you know it's possible they could be postponed. And that would just add to it to me. I think that would just make things even worse for them. But I'll tell you what, one thing they do have going, Ty Gurley is playing pretty good right now. Ty Gurley, 14 carries, 121 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I don't think he, you know, I think with the Rams, as good as they're playing right now, surprising. I'll admit I was wrong about the Rams. Um <laughs> but I think they pulled the trigger a little too quick on Todd Gurley's departure. I'll put. it Well, to they you thought that. he had arthritis.
1: They thought he was hurt all the time. And well, I mean, yeah,
0: he doesn't look like he's hurt to me. 14 carries, 121 yards, average eight yards a carry. And uh, could there be a fire sale coming in Atlanta? I don't know. It sure sounds like it to me. So, but Atlanta oh, drops to 0 and five. Dead last. Hey, I'll take
1: Julio Jones.
0: Yeah, Julio Jones
1: and Calvin Ridley. I'll take
0: them. Yeah, I mean,
1: a lot of people will. I like a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people will. (laughs) That was so true.
0: (laughs) Let's go to a a AFC North matchup next: the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. And this was ugly, 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 ugly. Uh. Bengals were never in this game. Uh, the Ravens just. Dominated. I'm surprised by that though, because Joe Burrow
1: has been playing
0: well. Yeah, but so he, I was shocked they were just completely out of it. You know, and another thing too, Baltimore's coming off. You know the the Redskins game, of course, but this is the AFC North uh, opponent, so they know how important these these games are. Um, I'm not saying they. I don't know. I don't know if it was the most impressive win cuz it was Cincinnati and Cincinnati did they 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 did a lot to uh to give the the Ravens the win. I mean, one, a lot of one interception, then they had a fumble return for a, a touchdown. I'll tell you what, though. Patrick Queen watch out for this guy from LSU. A rookie from LSU playing for the Ravens, he is all over the field on defense. He had a fifty-three-yard fumble return. I hear I hear his name called constantly when I'm watching a Ravens game. I know I heard it a lot when in, in the the Washington game, and this week he, he he's just playing lights out. You may that may be the defensive rookie of the year right there. Uh, I'm going on record right now, but uh, Lamar Jackson has a so-so game, 19 for 37, 180 yards, two TDs and a pick. Um, I'd love to have that so-so game. Well, you know. This is just How much not, should he run for? How much should he run for? That's what I'm looking at right now. He's, he wasn't, I don't think he was the leading rusher, but let me see. What if he comes up? Joe, uh, Joe Burrow had just sacked seven times. let's see let's see Lamar Jackson hmm no two carries for three yards really I'm shocked that he had been you know he had been out of practice a couple of times in the last couple weeks they said an illness and a knee injury so he probably might be nursing a little bit of a knee injury there just contributed to that but the Ravens stay in second place in the ASC North at four and one with a twenty-seven to three win over the Bengals. The Bengals are one, three, and one dead last in the uh, well, ASC North right now.
1: I'm ready for that Ravens Steelers game whenever that happens.
0: Well, we'll we'll talk about another game that we, that we're probably gonna you be ready for uh, coming this week in just a few minutes. Uh, next up, let's go to the ASC South. The winless Houston Texans take on and Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars. and uh, First game without Bill O'Brien. And the Texans, you know, Bill O'Brien might feel a little bit bad sitting at home right now because the Texans get their first win 30-14 to 14 over the Jaguars. Um, Wasn't a real interesting game. I mean, Watson has big numbers. I don't know. Is it just me or are these guys that are putting up these big numbers, but they're not putting up wins? Watson's been putting up big numbers every week and hadn't won until this week. Right. And Minshew. Minshew puts up over 300 yards a week, and he's won one game. Dak. Is that Dak? Dak. stats. Dak <laughs> has been putting up big numbers and has won one game when Atlanta left him off the hook. hook. So, Wait. are these big stats just overblown? Yes. I mean, they're fantasy stats, is
1: all they are. I the only thing that matters is wins.
0: I had an interesting conversation with my brother while we were watching the Cowboys game the other night. Uh, of course, it was Ford Dak got hurt, and he was talking about they need to pay the man all this money. He's getting all these yards and stuff. I said, how many games has he won? you got to get the win. I mean, I, you could take anybody and put up four or 500 yards, but if you're not getting the win, and granted, yes, I realize that that has a lot to do with your defense. Dallas' defense is not good, of course, but you got to. I know, I, you know, it's, it's all right to have 400 yards pass, 500 yards pass. If you don't win a game, what good has it done? It's just <laughs> some stat, fantasy stats. But, and, and that's what I look at here. Houston gets a win. And I mean, that's really, I mean, all I got to say about that. I did hear uh, TJ Watt say, I forgot what it felt like to win. This is fun again. So, you know, you hate it for him. But uh, Houston has a deep hole to, to dig out of. Uh, Brandon Cooks, eight catches, 161 yards, a touchdown. David Johnson flirts with 100 yards, but doesn't get there. to 17 carries for 96 yards. But uh, I don't know what to think about the Jaguars either. One week they play so good, next week, and the last couple of weeks, they haven't really looked that great. But uh, we didn't expect too much out of Jacksonville this year. I think the the one win was a surprise, and, and being able to play with teams like Tennessee and and beat the Colts was, was a surprise as well, but maybe they played a little over their head in those games, and it's starting to show now. All right, let's go to the Cardinals versus the yeah. Jets. Cardinals have been kind of struggling here lately. Kyler Murray not looking <laughs> as strong.
1: Nothing like the Jets to get you back on Saturday, Yeah, makes you, know? <laughs> nothing make like, you
0: look better. Nothing like a Joe Flacco-led New York Jets team to oh, get you back on. And with all the drama that goes on with the Jets, uh, you like I said, one of the worst teams in football right now. And I heard today that Donald is out again. Flacco will be starting again. So, And Flacco doesn't have that bad of a game. Uh, 18 for 33, 195 yards, throws a touchdown. But Kyler Murray gets back to his old self, 27-37, 380 yards, a touchdown and an interception. DeAndre Hopkins catches a, another touchdown, 131 yards, receiving for him as the Cardinals get the win, go to 3-2, third in the NFC West with a 30-10 win over the uh, now 0-5 Jets. So we talked about Le'Veon. Le'Veon's gone now. I don't know what to think of the Jets. How much longer do you think Adam Gase has got with the Jets? Uh,
1: how
0: many more weeks are less in this season? Well, you know what I mean? I think that's it. You think uh, he's he going to make, make it it? For a
1: year?
0: You think he's going to make it through this season? If they get to zero and eight,
1: I he think, may be careful when he needs to go into work on
0: Monday. I think he's going to. You know, I think if he, I don't know who they're playing this week. We'll talk about that in a few minutes, but. I think it's going to be iffy if he loses this game. I mean, they're playing Miami. So, Miami's
1: not bad though. Miami
0: hasn't been playing bad. We'll Wait. talk about them a little bit in a few minutes too. But you know, I think he's. I think the seat's warm right now. I think it's warm. I'll put it that way. <laughs> the hot seat. I got you. Yeah, I think it's warm, yeah. but you know, it it gets it gets hotter all the time. And when you got drama like. What's going, what happened with Le'Veon Bell going on, then, yeah, it, get, it just gets hotter and hotter. Uh, but, yeah, the Jets, probably the worst team in football right now. All right. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Gold Jacket. Oh, wow, what the happened? West matchup with the oh, Las Vegas God. Raiders at Kansas City. Dude. What are the fans. fans? I told
1: you they were going to be a 14-2. This is, one of those twos. this is one of those two. This is one of those two they're going to lose.
0: What about Derek Carr? Do Raiders fans uh, yeah. owe him a, an apology?
1: Yeah, because he's taken off. But I want to. Know, you don't want to play the Chiefs
0: next week. No, no. But I'll tell but you Derek this: Carr is looking better. Derek Carr yep. it looks like he's got his confidence back. Uh, they get the the Raiders beat the Chiefs, ending their big winning streak. Forty to thirty-two, and but you know, I think it was forty to twenty-four in the fourth quarter, and the Chiefs were moving down the field, and when they were moving down the field, did you think? Okay, here we go again. Chiefs are going to come back and win this game. Everybody, everybody in the nation, Raiders fans, Chiefs fans, anybody that watches the NFL. Had to be thinking this is gonna, you know, the Chiefs are gonna end up going. And gutsy call. I'll give uh, Gruden credit. He's got some big old Kahunas down there. <laughs> Fourth and what one? All they got to do to get the is get the first down, and it ends the game at the end of the game. But and I mean, I made it sound so like it's so easy. All you got to do is get the first down. Guy yeah, goes okay. for it, gets it, ends the game, puts him away. Instead of punting the ball like some other coaches would have done and given the – I Chiefs like going camp. for it. You,
1: you win it on that play.
0: They, they, exactly. You're he put, from the field But you, win you, it on you that know, play. though, if he didn't, if he hadn't got it and they come back and tied it up, he, they'd have called him the biggest idiot in football. But now he looks like yeah. a genius. And granted, I well. mean, yeah, I, could, I would call him I, – I, I thought it was a gutsy move. Uh, to go for it and end it. Because you, you, you really like have to with the Chiefs' offense. I mean, you know what? They're so explosive, they could score any time. Well, At an eight-point lead, they is can, nothing. They can, you know, they could go 80 yards just as easy as 50. Exactly.
1: So, yeah, he made the right call.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the Raiders are getting better. Every week, I mean, you look at, and got some of the rookies, a lot of rookie wide receivers had good games this week. Henry Ruggs has a big game. Two catches, 118 yards of touchdown, 72 yard touchdown pass in the second quarter. Uh, and, and, I mean, Josh Jacobs with some more rushing touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, you gotta love, and, I, and I'm a big Travis Kelsey fan. I think he's one of the best tight ends to come along in a long time. This guy has over a hundred yards receiving and a touchdown and puts the blame on himself because after the game he said that was on me, I have to play better. And you know Mahomes Gold Jacket has three hundred and forty yards, two TDs and a pick for Mr. Gold Jacket. Could yeah, that no goal other other be getting game. a little faded? No. <laughs> 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 But the Raiders get the win, move to three and two, second in AFC West. Of course, the Chiefs drop to four and one. Another unbeaten team gets knocked off, four and one, and they're first in the AFC West still. All right, who we got next? The oh, we'll save these for these two next two for the end. Dolphins and the Forty ers The return, of, Man, Jimmy G. The return of Jimmy G. Yeah, we're still waiting for him to come back too. <laughs> he never showed up but he guess who charged. did show up fitz magic is fitz. in full effect my uh at Levi stadium over that this past sunday the dolphins jumped all over the 49 it was 30 to 7 at the half have the dolphins scored this many points all year they still <laughs> took 43 on the 49ers 49ers a team granted they're ravaged by injuries on the defensive side, about two of the best defensive players are gone for the year. Garoppolo has been gone; still, probably not healthy. But man, Super Bowl Forty-Nine get throttled by the Dolphins, forty-three to seventeen. I was just Fitz Magic. What can you say about this guy when he's on? He's on. When he's off, he's off. But he, was not he was playing for a while. <laughs> Twenty-two for twenty-eight. <laughs> 350 yards, wow. three TDs. Almost a perfect passer rating. But let me tell you, G- Jimmy G was not was anywhere from perfect. He gets pulled out of this game. And, uh, of course, they said Shanahan said that he pulled him. There was no need to keep him out there and this and said his ankle was still not right. So, you know. Obviously, right? Evidently. So, something was definitely right. But he hasn't been right since game one. He doesn't look like Jimmy so got G from the last Cardinals year. I mean, I'm looking. I'm waiting for his, stat, his stats. Because his stats are so bad that C.J. Beathard is the a, is a top passing performer. Okay. Let's see. Missing. Jimmy G's stats are missing? Anyway, we
1: it wasn't good. Very
0: much. It wasn't good. I'll put it that way. For you 49er fans out there know that it was a terrible game and possibly could not be playing again this week. So let's go to the next. If right, he's
1: the future, they need to send him for a while. Let him get
0: right. Yeah, I mean, I, he definitely needs more time off from that, what I saw from there. But man, the Dolphins, is this is this a sign of things? The Dolphins are coming to life? Two and three now, third in the AFC East, and the forty nine ers dropped to two and three dead last in the NFC West. Who would have thought that? That's why not me. That's why you played the game. It's not done on paper. Carson Wentz. Paper MVP. Uh, next up we got the Colts and the Browns. And the Colts have the top defense in football, but you couldn't have told me that this last Sunday because I picked I picked the Browns on this one. This is one of my upsets because the Browns made them look foolish—thirty-two points. And granted, Philip Rivers gave up nine of those points—a pick-six and a safety. Is here's a question for you? Phillip Rivers, can he take – got a great defensive team with the the Colts now. Can he take the Colts to a Super Bowl? Uh,
1: No, because he's not going to get through Gold Jacket or the Steelers. So, no, or the Ravens. Uh,
0: I'm I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. Phillip Rivers, two interceptions, a costly one. You figure he gives up nine points, they lose – Thirty-two to twenty-three. He cost them the game. You don't like to say that because there's so much more going on. But yeah, I mean, you throw a pick-six and you you get a safety. That's you know unacceptable. And it's some of the throws he's made. He's forced a lot of things, which he always has forced stuff and it's worked out. But he's at the point now where it's forcing it isn't working out for him like it used to. Uh, and you know, Cleveland looks good right now. First time Cleveland's gone 4-1 in a long time. Cle- Cleveland goes to 4-1, one third in the AFC North. The Colts fall to 3-2, second in the AFC South. Big game coming up for the Browns this week, though. Big, big game. We'll see how that goes. I don't know who they're playing. So. We'll find out. I'll tell you in just a few minutes. So, let's talk about a, the big matchup, the one everybody's really talking about for a bad, bad reason. Cowboys and the Giants. The Giants, how bad is the Cowboys defense when the Giants scores more points, the highest amount of points that they've scored all year in the second quarter? It was 17-3, to and the Cowboys, you know, and let me tell you this. Daniel Jones, i got to talk about this. Daniel Jones, I'm not a Giants fan, but Daniel Jones scares me. And I know you, Giants fans out there, he's got to scare y'all. Because. As in being good or being bad? I don't know
1: which way he's scaring you.
0: It's something about when he gets pressure on him, he scares me. It's like, I know you want to stay in the pocket, you want to stand up, but when you've got a blitz coming right up there and you can't, you don't try to roll out, or you don't try, it's like he just stands there. And, I mean, that was one of the things that got the Cowboys back in the game. Uh, a blindside hit that he fumbled about, popped right into the Cowboys' hands. 29 yards later, we're tied at 17 after they've been up 17-3. to But, yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain it, but every time he drops back, it scares me. And, like I said, I'm not a Giants fan. I don't know why it does, but he just looks like he's going to get broken in half at any minute. But anyway, that this game made headlines for all the wrong reasons. Um, Of course, Dak Prescott setting on a record pace as far as passing yards, and uh, was yeah, was was. that's the thing was. And unfortunately, you know, we've talked about Dak up here, and and we talked about it. We talked about how we're not Cowboys fans by any means, but let me tell you this. The injury, Dak was injured. Of course, if you, unless you've been under a rock, you, you've heard about it and you saw it. If you, I, re, I was watching it when it happened, it and I was like, "Oh my god, that was horrendous," and you know, was, you don't want to see anybody get hurt like that. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody, and especially a guy that's in his franchise on the franchise tag. Uh, so much up in the no air. No contract. Yeah, he's gonna, he doesn't have a contract. So, what is he going to do? This is am I, This is a compound fracture, right? Dislocation
1: and compound fracture. Is this yeah.
0: kind of like what happened to Alex Smith?
1: Yes, and Alex Smith almost died. And they yes. Yeah.
0: So. It's going to be a tough road for recovery. Men. The only thing he's got going for him right now is his age. He's young. But those legs.
1: 20 something?
0: Yeah, he's in his 20s. So his legs. But his legs are such an important part of what he does. So I hate it. I hate it for Prescott because he seems to be a good guy. I mean, granted, I'm not around him all the time. I'm not hang out with him. But he seems to be a good guy. And I hated to see it. Not, but, you, you you, know, no matter how much you dislike a team, you don't want to see anybody get hurt like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the game goes on. Cowboys end up pulling out one. And I'm going to tell you, let me let me throw this at you. Who are the top three receivers for the Cowboys right now? When you think of receivers Okay, Cooper's in the top three, boy, C D Lamb. C D Lamb. Cooper and, and I don't know a third one on Gallup. The guy that made all ah, the yeah. tough catches. Let me tell you this, and you might think I'm crazy. If I'm a if I could step into a cowboy's GM shoes for a year for a little while, the way C. D. Lamb played, the way Michael Gallup played there would be no Amari Cooper on my team next year. I'd save that money that I would pay him in a contract, and I'd use that for some defensive back. Either Dak or, or pay somebody to play defense, because their defense is horrible.
1: Well, the Renskins tried to get Amari Cooper and offered him more money than he took to
0: stay at um, Dallas. If there was a way I could get out of that contract with him, I'd get out of it. Because... Okay. I don't know if you heard Rex Ryan call him out in the pregame show. Called him out, no. and he gave up on the play in the in the Cleveland game where, at the end, where the ball was intercepted, he he took the play off. And with Lamb, Lamb is a real deal. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Lamb is a real deal. Rookie, but he is a real deal. He'll go across the middle. He'll make those catches, and Gallup is the one. I mean, I would go with Gallup and Lamb, and I'd let Cooper go. I'm sorry, you could find another little, you know, a, a slot receiver or somebody like a that could make some catches across the middle or do something like that. But you got your two receivers that you need right there, and Lamb and Gallup, and they're younger than. If I'm not mistaken, they're younger than. Then Cooper, I would get rid of him in a heartbeat. Sorry. You may not agree with me, the Cowboys fans, but I'm putting it out there. You tell me what you think. I'll but take Cooper. The Cowboys end up. Oh, you take Cooper. <laughs> i take Cooper. Yeah, you'll take Cooper with the Reds or the Washington, won't you? Yeah, for Washington, yeah. But they tried to get him last year or this year. The Cowboys end up pulling out Dal- Dalton. Comes in, struggles a little bit at the start. Gets sacked first play of the game. Fumbles a snap, uh, but they end up settling down. Gallup makes an incredible, two incredible catches in the second half, but the last one that got him in field goal range and clinches it. Thirty-seven, thirty-four. Dallas goes to two and three, first in the NFC East at two and three. The Giants are with time. They've got Red Rocket, though. The Red, the Red Rocket. To, uh, now, I did hear uh, a friend of mine came up with an interesting thing here. They want to play for Dak, and he thinks Andy Dalton will settle the Cowboys down, and they'll have a good year. I agree. Well, It'll be interesting to watch. Interesting to watch. Cowboys two and three first in the NFC East. Giants zero and five, fourth in the NFC East. But the Giants scored thirty-four points. Dallas' defense not so good. Um, uh, let's go to the Rams versus the football team, <laughs> the Washington. Oh and it was the only worst just, offensive
1: performances ever.
0: The only thing I can say okay. about this is the only good thing that came out of this for the Redskins was Alex Smith getting back on the field. Kyle Allen gets hit. I was um, so nervous, though. Head injury and doesn't come back. Uh, Ron Rivera said it was no, he could have come back, but there was no need to put him in there and take the risk. But Alex Smith steps in, and we definitely found out that he can take a hit. Cause he was sacked often. <laughs> the Redskins. Yeah, but like I was—I've never been so nervous for a quarterback in my life. Oh, I know. I think, and he got know,
1: destroyed six times. He got sacked, and Aaron Donald jumped on his back one time and, and he had you, the full weight on his legs.
0: And you know, I think everybody in the nation was nervous every time he dropped back. I really do. I think it was uh, everybody was you, pulling for me. You, just, have, you think about this, Lynn? Though, just like you said it's a good story. He almost died. Yeah, and and they and they they said you should amputate your leg. Yeah, but he's back on the field. And the thing that really got me was seeing his wife and his kids up in the stands celebrating when he come back out on the field. Yeah, that, that was, was just good. great. But, if he did his his stats weren't great, the Redskins played probably one of the worst offensive games I've ever seen. But you the, know how many yards they had in the second half. How many? It starts with a negative. Well, it could be negative been six. A hundred and eight total yards. yards.
1: Well, negative six in the second half.
0: Mm. Uninspired football, bud. Uninspired and sacks. Eight <laughs> sacks for the for the uh Rams as they just destroy the the football team thirty to ten. Uh Kyle Allen back at the starter this week. Yeah, Kyle Allen's back. They said long as he's fully healthy. Yeah. Yep. And Kyle I guess, Allen needs to learn how to slide. Alex Smith will definitely be the backup because Haskins. I don't know how much longer Haskins will be with with Washington. I really don't. Uh, somebody that because he's still sick. Yeah, he's sick. All right. I, I just think that he's young and immature. Yep. The fact that you're. Bragging in the locker room about after you got destroyed by the Ravens about how good your fantasy stats are, and you just lost. You, you yeah no. He was bragging. That's nothing to brag about. As bad, as bad of a state of as fantasy football is in right now, and I understand. I I, I hate the fact that I'm playing fantasy football this year because would and I know you got to do what you got to do. Covid and 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 the players' health are way more important than fantasy football. Don't get me wrong there, but the fact that I've got the last two weeks, I've had guys that have games postponed at the last minute that I had in my starting lineup, and Yahoo reminds me you have a guy in your starting lineup. Yeah, guess what? I don't have anybody else to put in because you do wait, you waited to the freaking last minute. So anyway. That that is what it is. Uh, let's see. The Steelers and the Eagles. And I That's had a goodness, bad I, I had a bad feeling about this though. I really did. I thought this felt like one of those trap games, Lynn. Uh paper MVP. No. Um Pennsylvania State Championship. Yeah, the Pennsylvania State Championship. <laughs> and I told you, Pittsburgh likes to play down to their competition. And It sure seemed like it was going to happen for a while there, twice. Two different times it looked like it was going to happen. But uh, what a performance, another rookie wide receiver. What a performance, Chase Claypool. I mean, four total touchdowns, three receiving, one rushing. That should have been five. Because one of the worst pass interference calls I've ever seen. The guy is so tall, he never even touched the guy. He just went over the top. His arms went over the top of the guy. And the guy ended up kept going. I guess the the Philadelphia cornerback thought he was going to get some contact. He trips and falls down. I wish everybody could see that. And, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Because, and he ended up scoring a touchdown there. It was called back for pass interference. Which, after I watched it, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> but, man. Yeah, I've seen some bad, I've seen some bad calls. Pittsburgh's defense, pass defense worries me, though. We made Travis Fulgham look like Jerry Rice. 10 catches, 152 yards, and a touchdown for him. Uh, I will say this I run defense is is pretty good. Uh, Miles Sanders did rip off a 74-yard touchdown run, but after that, he picks up six total yards. So I think uh, pass defense is, or uh, run defense is pretty good. I do worry about a pass defense. Carson Wentz, 20 for 35, 258 yards, two TDs and two picks for the paper MVP. But what about Ben? Uh, <laughs> coming off that elbow surgery he's looking pretty good i don't want to jinx anything but uh he's off to his best start that he's had ever i mean he's thrown th- ten, 10 touchdowns to one pick he's averaging 250 yards past the game and i mean he's directing traffic out there pretty much i mean he's got some weapons claypool and i'm not so sold i'm, I'm really not sold on deontay johnson especially this year he's he's injury-prone, he gets hurt again, and I don't know. He's made some crazy decisions. I hope he comes out of it because I think we've got a chance for some uh, for some good things to happen in Pittsburgh this year. And I'm not going to say, don't quote me and say I'm saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just telling you to steal the story off 4-0 for the first time since 1979. When they won the Super Bowl in '79, hmm. they get so, 38 to 29. Predicting win. some good things. I think. I mean, granted, we don't get any injuries. I think we got some good things going on, but uh, we've got you some got guys, two good teams to get to. They get to the Ravens and the Chiefs. Well, I'm not saying we're going to go super. I said I'm thinking some good things. I mean. I'm I'm not going to jinx it. You're not going to get me to say they're going to win the Super Bowl. What about another guy coming up? We've got some some names stepping up. You know, of course Anthony McFarlane, he played pretty good last week. Ray Ray McLeod, another wide receiver. Breaks off busts off a 58-yard run. I mean, where did that come from? Who I don't even <laughs> remember who Ray Ray McLeod was. But Oh, anyway, the Steelers stay undefeated at 4-0, first in the uh, AFC North. Uh, the Eagles fall to, one, what is it, 1-3-1? and one? <laughs> Yeah, because that's how
1: it's been.
0: All right, let's go to the Sunday night game. Vikings and the Seahawks. Our man Russell Wilson versus Captain Kirk. Did not start off really great for uh, for Seattle as they go down thirteen to nothing at the half. But man, they came out fired in the second half. Twenty one points in the third quarter. Uh, Russell Wilson throws three more touchdowns. Does throw a pick, but uh, what a Dalvin Cook! Man, he's on my fantasy team, and he is he had to lead the game. He's got doesn't know if he's going to play this week. A little banged up now, but comes down to, let me ask you this. You can pretty much go up, let's say, what was it, eight points if you kick a field goal. Let me see if I'm right here. Seven, six, 13, 19, 26. Yeah, you can go up by eight points if you, if you kick a field goal. You got fourth and one from inside the 10-yard line. You kick the field goal, or you go for it. How much time is left? Not much time left in the game. And you're, well, in the you said, you're in the fourth quarter. You're in the fourth quarter. you said the Raiders did the right thing. Yeah. So you the Raider let me let me put it to you this way. You can if you kick the field goal, you're up eight eight. Yeah. You're up eight points. You could now the difference with the Raiders—they end the game for sure right there. You can put points on the board here, but they don't—they don't put points on the board with the with the, uh, the Raiders. What do you do? Like I said, and I'm not saying I'm not disagreeing with what happened. You know, the Vikings went for it on fourth, and one did get it, and. The the Seahawks end up going down the field, scoring the game-winning touchdown, to make, and they win twenty-seven twenty-six. But like I said, like I said earlier, Gruden looked like a genius because he went for it, got it, ended the game. The Vikings coach, look, they questioned him over and over again for not kicking the field goal when he probably would have ended the game if he'd got it first down on fourth and one. So that's my point. Same, yeah. Almost the same situations, because well, I'll say the same situation, because they probably would have ended the game right there. I like
1: to win it on offense.
0: You know, you can go either way, but I think I don't blame him for going for it, because you could, if you know, you should be able to get a yard, but evidently not. The Vikings lose a heartbreaker. 27-26, 27-26, and the Seahawks stay undefeated, 5-0, first in the NFC West. One of the few undefeated left in football right now, and we'll talk about some more in just there's two more in just a few minutes. Monday night game, of course, the Broncos and the Patriots postponed. The Chargers and the Saints. Just Let me tell you, it looks good. For a guy that, that has yet to win a game, this guy is the talk of the NFL right now. I'd take him. If, <laughs> if somebody says they wouldn't, they'll lie. are crazy. The, Boy, Char- his, the bigger problem with with L.A. Chargers, the defense blowing a lead. You're yeah. up 20-10 to 10 at the half. And you can't hold a lead. You're, I mean, Herbert is doing everything you can. Twenty for thirty-four, four TDs, two hundred sixty-four yards, no picks. Wow, this guy's playing. He's a you. Right off. I mean, I, I, it wasn't his I, fault. No, not it's not fault. the offense's fault. Defense mm-hmm. needs to shape up, make a stop. But Drew Brees and the Saints come back and get a thirty to twenty seven win. I believe that was in the overtime, yeah, in the overtime game. How many close games this guy, you look at Herbert, you think about this. This guy has played, and I'm not talking about just stepped on the field, I mean played with, went down to the wire with Gold Jacket Mahomes, Tom Brady. And now Drew Brees, and he's held it more than held his own with it. He has come close to beating all of them. So, yeah, I know this guy is. You know, he's got a future. He is definitely Chargers. You do not have to worry about a quarterback of the future. But man, I would love to see him get one of these close games like this. You know, he's made me a Justin Herbert fan. There was a good reason why the Chargers picked him. So, uh, yeah. I think he's uh he's gonna be something special in the future, but the Chargers unfortunately dropped to one and four, fourth in the AFC West. The Saints three and two. So you've got three teams at three and two in the NFC South right now, and then you got the Falcons at zero and five. They're yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you'll see the Falcons come back from this. I mean, I know they're. We talked about how they decide to play. One half of the year, but I don't Maybe think it's going to happen half. this time. I don't think it's going to happen this mm-hmm. time. I think it's going to be a bad, bad year for you Falcons fans. I'm sorry, Falcons fans, but I don't think it's going to get any better. All right. How about that crazy Tuesday night game? <laughs> Tuesday night, Buffalo and Tennessee, two unbeaten teams. But Tennessee hadn't played in two weeks. I'm sorry. Probably be rusty. Yeah, they shook the rest off real quick. Uh yeah. Ryan Tannehill I I saw a comment somebody made. I want to say it was I can't remember who it was, but you know, we talked we all talked about how bad Tannehill was at Miami. But could it have been the coaching? Because look at he looks like a totally different quarterback with Tennessee. I mean, it, could have been. The it could be the system, too. I will tell you, and I saw this earlier. This was interesting. I, I should have posted it. But his stats, since he took over a starter for the Titans, compared to Pat Mahomes' stats at the same time, are almost identical. Huh. Wow. Yardage, touchdowns, interceptions thrown, it's almost identical. So... Watch it. Tennessee rolls over Buffalo, and I, you know, I was shocked. I really thought this was going to be a, a close game, but Tennessee shook the rest off, like you said, 42-16 to over the Buffalo Bills. Knock another team off the unbeaten mantle. Uh, Buffalo falls 4-1 first, still first in the AFC East. Tennessee is 4-0, first in the AFC South. But, man, we cannot <laughs> – we cannot finish talking about this game without talking about Derrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know arm, yeah. if you could if you call that a stiff arm. Hey, you didn't. You called it something else. Yeah, be slap. <laughs> that was just. Oh. I've never, never seen anybody get done I mean, that you way. You knocked him off his, off his feet. feet. You Not know, get him off his. Feet. Feet. <laughs> He knocked him. He launched him. It wasn't just a knockoff. He launched him, which, you know, Josh Norman made it made it a little bit easier when he went for the ball because he kind of opened his body yeah. up. But I don't care. That guy's a beast. Derrick Henry is a beast. Uh, she, but, it, you know, Josh Norman, and I guarantee, did you see the Tennessee sidelines when it happened?
1: Yeah. They were all talking
0: trash to Josh Norman. I wonder why. I wonder why. But, yeah.
1: Norman's a jerk and runs his guy too much. Uh,
0: Yeah, I will agree with you there. Just play ball. Play the game. So, week four is over. Or week five is over, excuse me. Now we're down to week six. Let's go over these games real quick. Thursday night game, Rams and 49ers. Rams easy. are looking just yeah. gross. I think Rams are, are going to kill them. Uh, I mean, Jimmy G's not going to play, and I think that defense is just too strong for the Forty ers I think uh, you know Aaron Donald probably has four or five more sacks this week. So, yeah, Rams. <laughs> Rams over 49ers. Bears and Panthers. Whoa, you got two two this two teams. This is tough. This is tough, yeah, this is um, a tough one for me. I, I think I'm going gonna, gonna to say, say Panthers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Panthers. Dude, this is a toss-up. This is a toss-up for me. I'm going to go Bears. I'm going to go Bears. I hate to against the Panthers and Bridgewater because he's playing so well. But Foles is, I think Foles and them have got something going. And this is, uh, I think the Bears, it's going to be close, but I think the Bears win. Lions and Jaguars. Mm, this is a toss-up, too. I think the Jaguars are gonna. Have Jaguars won a game yet this year? Yeah,
1: they won one. They beat the Colts. Okay, I think they're gonna win two now. I think I think the Jaguars are gonna do the it. Lions, gonna win yeah, that.
0: big lead as usual and blow it. Uh, and Matt Patricia could his seat's gonna start to get warm. His seat is warm as well, I believe. <laughs> his seat's warm, so I think it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna. It might get a little bit warmer this week. I think Jacksonville gets the win. <laughs> Next up, Bengals and Colts. Uh, I think the Colts win this. Colts. The Colts yeah. are gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got possibly the Falcons and the Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I think Vikings are gonna to win too. So that, but that remains to be seen. Uh, if that's if going to be played week, or not. be postponed. Yeah. Yeah. The Washington versus the Giants. <laughs> okay, I'm going so I Washington. Giants gonna Washington. 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 I'm going Washington. I'm going Washington. take Washington, too. I'm going Washington. Ravens and the Eagles. I uh, got the Ravens there. Ravens, easy. Browns and Steelers. Steelers, man. Oh, that's going to... be a no-brainer. I'm going Steelers, but I'm telling you what, I've got a bad feeling about this game. Oh, gosh. There's a the lot, a lot... Hang, yeah. There's a lot hanging on that. You, you remember uh, Miles Garrett's back?
1: Uh, oh, this yeah. Could be,
0: this could be an interesting game as far as what happens on that field. There's going to be a lot of bad blood on that field. Um uh, Let's Texans and Titans. Tennessee. Tennessee,
1: easy. Yeah, the Texans aren't doing that well.
0: Yeah. Texans got off the slide. They got their first win. Uh, let's see. Broncos and Patriots. Drew Locke, full participant in practice this week. Cam Newton was taken off the COVID-19 list. He's activated. hes He's going to be at um practice tomorrow. So, what do you think? Well, I think the Patriots are going to win. You think, what do you, do you think even if Cam's not there, they win?
1: Hmm. I think the Patriots are going to win, regardless of Newton. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm going to say the Patriots. I'm going to say the Patriots. But I'm telling you this. If Jared Stidham's is quarterback, even one of those guys at quarterback, uh, it's going to be a close game. Stidham or Hoya is at quarterback. It's going to be close. Uh, I'm looking at the line. At Patriots by 10. I don't see that uh, right now. With, Depends if Cam plays a lot. Then we've got Jets and the Dolphins. So there's not a Thursday game this week? I'm wrong. it yeah, got, got pushed. It
1: got moved. Okay. I think it was the Bills were going to play this week, okay. but the Bills played Tuesday, so we could play two days on Okay.
0: Fine. Jets and Dolphins. I'm going Dolphins. Really? Fitz Magic. Really yeah. Fitz Magic has a field day. Um, Just bet
1: against the Jets every time. We'll yeah.
0: Make some money. Yep. They could get – the the Dolphins could get to 500 with a win. Packers and wow. Buccaneers. This should Ooh. be an interesting game here
1: at Tampa. I think the Packers are going to win. That doesn't mean anything in COVID times, but I think the Packers are going to win.
0: Yeah, I think the pack. I'm going to the Packers here. The dog agrees, too. Yeah, the dog agrees with me. Uh, <laughs> Monday night game, we got two, and that's, like you said, the Thursday night game, Chiefs and Bills.
1: Chiefs. I would not want to be the Bills this week.
0: Yeah, that's going to – well, Bills got throttle, too, and it's – so, Still, uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Chiefs are not going to lose two in a row. I agree with you. Buffalo, uh, I don't think they, they're they going to win this week. <laughs> and then the uh, last Monday night game, Cardinals and Cowboys. Oh, please, Cardinals. I'm going to say Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals. Calamary's going to have a big night. I think the the reason I'm going Carter is because of the defense, the Dallas Cowboys defense, uh, a lack yeah. thereof, lack thereof. Yeah, unless they turn it around this week, I think he has a field day on them. Good. So that's our week six predictions. We're already we're getting close to halfway through the year. If we make it through the whole season, um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see on this COVID stuff. Uh, now it's getting. College football and pro it could be impacted this week. Um, yeah, it's just it's just been a bad 2020 all the way around. Not just in the sports world, but bad everywhere. I mean. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anything else you wash got? Wash your hands. hands. Wash, you your, wash hand. your
1: hands. If you're around a lot of people, wear a mask, please. Yeah.
0: Just use common Stay sense. safe. Stay safe, guys. Science is real. You know, and, and I'm not going to get on the side of what what you should do, what you should not do. I'm not going to tell you, but just use common sense. Use common sense, and please stay safe, guys. It's, it's a different world we live in right now, and, you know, I don't want to see anybody, I don't want to see this thing get any worse than it already is. I'm ready for things to get back to normal
1: so I can go out and do stuff.
0: Yeah, I That's I mean what I want to happen. we're you know, we're actually um, have a home game this week or next week that I think the stipulation was essential people plus each player could have two two people. That's
1: how and, we are here. Each so, player
0: can have two people. Yep. So We're getting there. Yeah, it's getting there slowly but surely. But uh, just just stay safe, guys. And you know we we want to enjoy sports. Don't make it hard on everyone. What about before we leave, though? (laughs) Did you? What about that wild Oklahoma Texas game? Did you watch any of that? I did not. No. Four overtime. The Red River Showdown. Four overtime game. And I mean, and and. Texas ends up throwing an interception in the fourth overtime to clinch it for Oklahoma. Did you see the lady in the crowd? That obviously a Texas fan. Oh yeah, you sent it to me, I think. Yes. Didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> no, I posted it. Yeah. I did. It, I chuckled. Flipping off the camera.
1: I love it. It was hilarious.
0: My brother is a Texas fan, and uh, yeah, I sent that to him as well. But I'm an ECU fan. He well, my brother moved to Texas years ago and started pulling okay. for them. And I'll give him credit; he stuck with them. So okay. uh, he's not pulled the usual fan stuff that he has. He's actually been pretty good recently. He's been a Steelers fan for a while, and he's been a Texas fan for a while. So uh, I'll give him I'll give him credit there. He's doing a little bit better. One year it was like changing. It was almost like he changed teams as much as he changed his drawers. So, anyway, guys, that's going to do it for this week. Lynn, as always, stay safe. We'll, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, we'll be back uh, recording a day we'll record a day later just because of, I guess, well, several reasons. Yeah, inter- I had two interviews this week. And, plus, we couldn't do our recap on Tuesday night with the Buffalo game still going on. So, yeah. Next week we'll we'll be back to regular times. But anyway, guys, have a great week and uh stay safe and enjoy 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 football, guys, while it lasts. Hopefully it'll last the whole season, but enjoy it while it lasts. That's gonna do it. That's the final score. <laughs>